You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We're going to jump right into our show and start as normal with our grateful moment. Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful that I had a a long week, but made it through the rest of the week. Um, had um, had some unexpected, you know, deaths in the con- death in the congregation due to COVID. But uh, grateful that you know, uh, despite uh, everything going on, um, I'm still and my family is still uh, safe. Amen. Absolutely. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? Hey everyone! Shout out to Mo and his comment. Um, I want to first and foremost and thank all our fans and also want to say I'm grateful for each one of y'all and your participation with us online and listening and keeping us up afloat. So I'm grateful for that. That's right. Shout out to our fans and our listeners. We love you guys. Kelvin, what are you grateful for? What's up, everybody? I am grateful for um, the, the crew. I'm grateful for a lady and some dudes. I'm grateful that um, Phil, Dion, myself, Evan, Alan, none of us got hit with the COVID. That's a yes. blessing. Nothing to take light of. So I'm grateful for you guys. And along that same vein, I am grateful, always grateful for you guys. Love this podcast, but I'm grateful for Kelvin talking about how he was working out a couple of weeks ago because I finally got a trainer and I'm going to start working out March 1st, which is tomorrow. So I am grateful for the motivation because Lord knows I was making every excuse in the book to not work out this year at all. So I'm grateful for that. Let us go ahead on and jump right into our show. So last week, we had a chance to discuss the All-Star, the NBA All-Star Game starters, and we kind of spoke about who should have, you know, been a starter, who got snubbed, etc. This week, the reserve list came down, um, and it had some, a lot of expected names, um, but I wanted the guys to let us know who they think should have gotten a spot on the reserve team, okay? Who should have been on the reserve team that was not on the team? So I'm going to go out, out, out right and say it. Uh, instead of Dominata Sabonis, I would have put, uh, let's say, Tobias Harris having a career year and playing on a contending team. Well, um, Evan, for our listeners who don't care about the 76ers, tell us, like, what kind of year is Tobias having? So he's putting up uh, pretty similar averages to what Simone's putting up. I think he's putting up 20. Um, He's putting up 20, probably about eight rebounds. Um, And he is playing an effective role on a team that is number one in the um, East above Brooklyn. Um, did, he say, did he say above Brooklyn? I think he said above Brooklyn. Is that what you said, Evan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. Because we're talking about Philly that celebrate half game victories with like eighty games left. That's what's up, though. No, it's just interesting to me that that Brooklyn can get three three people in the All Star game, and the Sixers who uh, have a better record, a uh, half game, quarter of a game, whatever you want to say, 
don't get three in there, and all three of them are playing at an all-star level. So I'm just saying it just it just be it would be fair instead of the Indiana guy who Indiana is irrelevant. You know they have no no shot of doing anything. So I'm with Evan with that one. I mean, let me just address the all-star numbers. The reality is y'all are half game up. Y'all have the better record as of today, but we have the better players, period. The like, facts. like, uh, now hold up, hold up. Look, facts. I will give Embiid his flowers because he is playing out of his mind. And I could go on record in previous weeks shouting him out. Y'all know I'm neutral with that. But um, outside of MB, like who should be starting or making it over um, Kyrie, KD, and Harden? We didn't sit. Tell me about Brooklyn when we mentioned Demontis Sabonis <laughs> and, and Nikolai. Calvin mentioned <laughs> Brooklyn having three starters. Like he'd feel in a way for no reason. I'm like, all of our guys that are there deserve to be there. So that's what I'm saying. We 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 got guys that deserve to be there too. That's all I'm saying. So okay. you want just to answer the question, I think you can take away Nikolai and Domantis Sabonis. Uh, we mm-hmm. can take those two off and throw my man Tobias in there, and then we'll all be happy. Speaking of the East Coast, I'll get okay. to the West Coast after I let Phil do his uh do his thing. Okay. Yeah, such haters. Nobody Tobias, only thing is great about him is his contract is a max. He does, does not deserve to be on there, all right? So for me, we could have got rid of, um, in the East, um, Nikolai, and we could have put Bam, right? Because at least they're in um, playoff contention. I think the, the Orlando's out of it. So Bam, who has put solid numbers, Team Jordan, doing what he needs to do, you know? So I think he should have been, or Butler, those two, they're they bringing their team up. Um, Are you talking about Bam, who can't win without Jimmy Butler as leading leading the charge? He can't win without a Robin leading the charge. Oh, okay. It, it's funny because um they went to the finals and when Bam got hurt, that's how they weren't able to go over the top. So please, and we don't want to talk about the seventy sixes. Asterisk finals appearance. <laughs> so did this man just say because because Bam got hurt? They won That's the reason why LA won because Bam got hurt. Are you on record saying that? that? That's one of the reasons why they were able to go so smooth. Correct. What? So, Bam is a... Wow. Bam is, Bam is wait, a, wait, hold on. Hold, oh hold on. Hold, hold on now. Hold on now. The Lakers was going to win regardless. I, I, th- I never I said they were going to win. No, 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 no. Let me just clarify for our listeners that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're living in this reality and not like Space Jam reality, right? The Lakers was going to win regardless. But I know what Phil is saying. When Bam got injured, it shifted the whole tone of, of um, that Heat team. And they looked very different. And they definitely looked like they were hurting without him. So I will agree with that. That definitely shifted something. But they were going to take that L. I agree. And I, I agree. They would probably, probably the Heat might have won one extra game. But Bam is an all-star. And he's a better player than Tabaris. Tabaris, whatever his name is. Tabaris. So, <laughs> just respect my man's name, at least, Bill. Yeah. And listen, you got to stop being so, tag, tagging Deion to these conversations, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not going to win the argument for you, bro. Like, we're going to stop that. But anyway, let's go to the West. I okay. Think, I think um, if I'm Devin Booker, man, I don't even want to play no more. 
You know what I'm saying? Just because I feel like it's just like the charity, the charity gift by default. I feel like he should have been there in there no matter what. Um, somebody can move out the way. Uh, Chris Paul, his teammate, get him out of here, man. Like just because he the player, the you player crazy. association president, you know what I'm saying? No way in the world is he getting that nod over uh, over Booker. I think Booker should have been an all-star without without the uh, charity. Absolutely. Hands down. You're crazy. What? What they did last year. Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the engine that could. The, um, Devin Booker has six years to do his job. Six years. And he haven't accomplished it until who came in. Chris Paul. Give him that credit. What, what usually see what the Suns usually do? They start off hot and they fizz off, right? By this many games, if that's what they're doing consistently, Chris Paul came in and made that team a better team. Put that team on his back. Got everything organized. Put the team on his back. Put the team on his back. He put the teams on. That team is way. Oh, look at the team how they played last year during the regular season versus this year. Last year they ran up and down, right, and fizzled out. They were they had they were top three in the first ten games. 10, 15 games in the season. Everybody was getting excited last season. And Best then team in the bubble. We're not talking right. about bubble. This is pre-bubble, pre-COVID. This team, Listen, this Phil, you can't. Nah, Phil. Off. Nah. Nope. Nope. I'm going to have to argue against you. I'm going to have to argue against you because you were the one bleeding our listeners' ears off about the caliber of team that Phoenix was. Okay, like uh-huh. don't no 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 don't start breaking it down in in the first ten games, but then in game ten to nineteen, they're nah, son. Keep Y'all the same energy. Yeah, I'm talking about pre bubble. This is pre bubble. Phoenix energy. has a, right. Phoenix in the bubble, they was the best team in the bubble, and they, they had the best coach in the bubble. I'm just saying that Phoenix generally <laughs> without Chris Paul, without, without Chris, Chris Paul, Paul and what without happened. Chris make, Paul. So, wait, so make sure the context is, is the same. No, the thing is in the bubble, but guess what? They didn't have enough wins in the regular season to even make the playoff. I'm saying with Chris Paul, is there any doubt last season they had a streak? We thought they're going to playoff. They fizzle off. They fizzle out. Most people knew they're going to fizzle out. Is there any doubt that they're going to miss the playoff this season? Based no cons, you know, no injuries or anything. Here's currently the team constructed. Are they gonna miss the playoff? Anybody doubt? No, they're gonna make the playoff. What's the difference between last year in the beginning of the season, pre bubble, and this year, Chris Paul? So, this team is better organized. I've watched this team, they, they play better, they're better organized, they have a leader on the floor. So, Chris Paul deserved to be. A uh, um an all star, a starter all star, a starter. Yeah, a starter. Nah. Oh, man, that's transition. Oh, the show. Put, nah. put him in timeout. Put him in timeout. Nah. saying like, right now. We, <laughs> we are gonna wrap this segment up, but I, I want to give a big shout out. Big shout out to Julius Randle, who big. is on the All Star team from the New York Knicks. I haven't been able to celebrate this in a couple of years now, so this is big. Shout out to Julius Ram- Randall. Well deserved. No hate. Well deserved. He he earned this. He definitely earned that. All right. So let's transition from the All Star game and start talking about um, just teams and kind of where they are. And we see the tear. I mean, the Jazz is out here shooting everybody out. 
of, of arenas. I mean, they are just lighting it up. They are 27 and seven right now. Um, by far the best team um, in, well, the best record in the NBA. And what I wanted to ask our guys today is, are they the best team in the NBA? We all know that records alone is not enough. So in your opinion, are they the best team in the NBA? No. I mean, at the end of the day, what matters in when it comes to the finals is star power. The Jazz don't have star power. Donovan Mitchell is a really good player. He's, he's an all-star, but he's not a superstar. He's not a player you can build a championship roster around, I don't, I don't believe. Um, I don't think he's as efficient of a scorer. He's undersized uh, for his position. Good player. I mean, really good player. All-star. But he's not the star that LeBron James, um, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, honest question, would you put um, – would you put Donovan Mitchell on the same caliber star as Paul George? Um, hmm. I already know Kelvin would say he's better than who, Paul George. Who, who uh, Donovan uh, Mitchell? <clears throat> I really think about it because <laughs> I because you know I'm not a real Paul George fan, you know, mm-hmm. but I would think about it, but. Honestly, when we talk about the uh, Jazz, I look at the Jazz as the West Coast version of the Bucks. Mm. Now, I respect the Jazz. It, last year, if you remember, I had them as my sleeper team in the bubble. Yeah. But, you know, kind of what Evan is saying, I don't think they got enough dogs to win a seven-game series versus a Lakers or a Clippers team. So, for that reason... I do think they're playing well, but I think it's just playing well at the wrong time. It's just a regular season playing well. I don't feel like in a seven-game series that they're going to be able to beat the top teams. Just my opinion right now. Yeah, and that that's actually a good comparison. I didn't even think about it like that, but when you said it, they really are. Like, like they are about to come out with the best record probably in the NBA at the end of the season. And then in, you know, in the second round, they are going to be gone because I agree. I, I don't know. I really don't know who can beat the Clippers and Lakers right now in, in, in the West. Like, and I'm talking about in a seven game series, right? Your, your playoff series. I, I just don't, I, I just don't see who. Yeah. I stole my notes. I had a whole theme going. You. Kelvin and Dion, you stole my note. I was going to say, <laughs> guess who had the best records in the regular season last season and the season prior to that? The 2019 and the 2018 season. The Bucks. Mm-hmm. Who was they raving and it was had nine, ten games winning streaks and blown out everybody? The Bucks. And what happened in the past two years? First round exit. Second round exit. And my hot take was going to be, but y'all fizzle it, that the Jazz will not make the NBA Finals. They're not. Mm-hmm. That was, and I feel the same way. You look, everybody look great, but when pressure is down, palms get sweaty, and when it's time to, you know, to cash in that check, most teams haven't because mo- everybody knows your secret. In reality, I agree with Evan said. Who's the all-star on that team? Who's the, this is not like the Detroit Pistons 
where they had a collective group of players who was just great at they, what they do. You know, not real all-star, superstar, but great. The collective great team. Gobert doesn't do nothing but, you know, block shots. Okay. Donovan Mitchell is up there. Who else? Clarkson, he'll get really hot. He could shoot you in. He could shoot you out. He has no self-control. This dude is going to throw the ball up, jack up the ball, just do what he want. And, 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 and we've seen what, what happened. Live by the three, die by the three. Well, mm-hmm. him, shoot. He'll shoot you out the game. So they look great now because, remember, teams are traveling back to back. Young guys, you know, they have the energy. But when it's time, games half court, that's how the Knicks are winning. Half court defense, half court, you know, perimeter. We've seen when the game goes slows down, clocks are running, running. Can they deal with that situation? We saw a taste of what happened last season, but that was a bubble situation. So, to me, the Jazz are the best team right now, regular season, but which means nothing. Mm-hmm. That's right. It means nada. Um, I mean, look, <laughs> they're not Golden State, but look at Golden State. They were, what, 73-9 and nine or something? And it didn't matter. They still couldn't pull it out, so... I mean, I'm like, I'm all for, you know, tearing and, and rooting for the Jazz. Like, I like to see a young team do well, but people need to control themselves. Like, they're not, they're still not the Clippers. They're still not the Lakers. And that's just the reality. All right. Um, let's talk about Brooklyn. Now, Brooklyn, I remember there were some people on this podcast that had some questions um about Brooklyn's ability because they were struggling at valid point. questions whatever they were struggling at some point they are eight and ten in their last games um their last 10 games sorry um and they have been playing exceptionally well um what's significant about um Brooklyn winning and winning so proficiently is that at least for the last six or seven games KD has been out um he keeps hanging out and partying and and hanging around people with COVID and so KD is just kind of living in his own world right now and they have been able to excel at a really high level and so do you think Brooklyn is turning the corner and is Brooklyn in your mind the team to beat in the east yeah for sure Brooklyn is always since they acquired James Harden, they, they have always been uh, the team to beat in the East. Um, but I feel like it's, it's even though they're winning right now, it's some concern for me. Early on, we talked about Brooklyn. I had zero, I'm on record saying I had zero concern about Brooklyn because I figured they would get it together. But now I'm a little concerned because if they're playing well without KD, mm-hmm. um, they're going to have to figure out to adjust to continue to play well with him meaning he's going to get the bulk of the shots. So if they're, if they're successful now without him getting a lot of shots and the ball is going around and everybody's getting a good, decent amount, now when you put him in there in the mix, it's a lot different because the sets change with him being on the court. So I don't, is it a problem? They got good problems. So they, they don't have problems like other teams. They got good problems. I still think they're going to be the, the team at the end of it competing in the East Conference, East, the Eastern Finals mm-hmm. uh, with probably my Sixers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. And and it's funny you say that, Kelvin, because that's legit, right? Like, we haven't really seen KD. They only played, I think, two or three games together as, like, a three-person 
um, unit. So we really haven't seen what that looks like long term. And I would even venture to say KD and Harden is a much more deadly combination than um, Harden and Kyrie. So I am interested to see how that all works because it, it has to work. Like, because what are they going to do? Sit KD towards the, the playoffs? Absolutely not. Like you're, you're not going to do that. No team is going to do that. So um, I'm with you. I feel like that's still yet to be seen. We have to figure it out. Yeah, definitely. I, I This team, this team is going to the finals bar any injury. They're going to the finals. And I think forbid any injury occur, as long as they have two of those guys on the floor, <laughs> they're going to the finals. You've seen the games. They look like they have not missed. They have. They can't miss. And they could literally outshoot you. They could outshoot you. Mm-hmm. So with three all-stars, bonafide all-stars, this is not like two and a half or give a guy a max and make him feel like he's an all-star. These are three <laughs> superstars who could put the ball in the hole. And no one could stop them. Um, I, I sent the team this joke. I don't know if you've seen, but one of the players was saying, yo, Kyrie put this this rookie on a spin. And Harden was like, this to Kyrie, hey, may I have this dance? It, everyone fears them. Not only that they're able to play, teams fear them. So, yeah, they're going to the finals. They, they are. Well, I'll say this. I agree. I mean, I semi agree with the if two players is on the floor, but one of those players have to be KD. Like, I'm sorry, you you cannot get over this, even though they have been winning with Kyrie and Harden. You cannot get over that hump if KD is not one of those players, period. I agree. You know, um, the Bible says, um, oh, gosh, when behold, when all men yell peace and safety, behold, destruction cometh. I learned when Phil hops on the bandwagon with some team, behold, destruction cometh. Uh, the reality is, Brooklyn. I think I think Brooklyn should be favored. They should be heavily favored. But to to say outright they're going to the finals, um, I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks because you have two players that have durability issues on on Brooklyn in Kyrie and KD. Kyrie missed the last stretch of the season for the last few years with the unexpected knee injury. Right, so. Um, and KD is coming back from this um, Achilles. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn with all three is going to be really hard to beat because really this this to me this this Eastern Conference comes down to two teams. I I don't take um, Milwaukee seriously. The Eastern Conference comes down to two teams: Philadelphia and Brooklyn. Um, the thing is, the one concern you have. And this is just, this is history, not like saying, hey, we don't know the future holds, but historically, we know that Harden shrinks in the postseason with all of his offensive ability. He just, he doesn't perform as well. But I mean, KD expands. Right, right, right. But my, my point is, if Kyrie, if, 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 if KD is choking, there, there's something with Philadelphia that I think that people aren't, that you guys aren't acknowledging. Ben Simmons is the okay. definition of a shutdown corner in the NBA. He can take, he can take out. So if Hard is not doing, what he has to do, and you say, you say Ben Kyrie. All of a sudden, it boils down to having one and a half superstar, mm-hmm. and and B will be able to score at will in the paint. So I mean, I still think Brooklyn should be favored, mm-hmm. 
but I wouldn't go as far as Phil saying they're going to the finals. Easy. They're going to the finals. Ben can guard three. He only could guard one. James Harden could shrink and still distribute the ball and still consider a threat. Nobody's going to leave him open. Nobody's going to step So back. why did he lose when they had the Warriors on the ropes? Because he, yeah. Two they, they were up in the series, 3-2, and they lost the series. But his assist was still up. He's still averaging a, a double-double. He just didn't put the ball in and finish up. All he so are we do, talking about stats or L's? We're talking about he got an L. He was going against KD. He's going against KD. Ty, um, 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 the series was in the back, 3-2. They played the last KD, game at home. Clay and That's what you want. Steph, right. What I heard was clank, clank, Nobody beat them. Clank, beat them. Correct, but they still, they only had two superstars. It was him and Chris Paul. Him and one, who else? There was nobody else. There's three. James Harden could turn to a regular point guard, and he's still a threat. You, you tell me he could miss five shots in a row. They're going to play off of him? They're not. So they're what not. I'm telling you is, what they're I'm telling not. you is. So who's Ben go to guard? Whoever Ben, ben guard. Ben can take away two players. He can take away Harden or, or Kyrie at will. Ben can take away Kyrie. Okay, Kyrie guard. Which one he's going to guard? And what I'm saying is if Harden's not performing, you say, okay, you go here. Okay, and then and guess what happened? You you then somebody go double team. Uh, you're gonna double team somebody if you think and Harden. Well, what I'm is telling you, the Sixers are the one team. The Sixers are the one team. The Sixers are the one team mm-hmm. that aren't gonna have to be forced to double a bunch if if Harden's not playing, we has to do what he has to do, and uh-huh. Ben is guarding Kyrie. So so Evan, let me ask you this: What happens when all three of them are shooting like the lights out that night? Then what? That's a game. You just call the game. I'm saying. <laughs> The only, my only point in the conversation is, I wouldn't say, as Phil said, they're going to the finals. End of story. Listen, well, listen, listen. This, what we're we not acknowledging is, once again, Phil has tapped and tagged Dion into his argument. <laughs> <laughs> we're not arguing. We're not acknowledging that. This man, this man went on record and said that, 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 the, that the Nets will win if they had two stars. Dion then finessed his argument and said, you have to make KD one of them. Now his confidence is back to the roof. That's wasn't his initial statement though. All he said is that they, if they need two of them. So once again, he tagged her again. I'm, I'm <laughs> counting them out today, man. I'm getting on record. I'm counting them out. Keep counting. But let's count this L because all I know, this is the last point I'm going to make on this unless we continue. Did you remember when all three was on the floor, right? And then Kyrie made his shot back to back three. I forgot who they were playing. And then then KD did hit two to three. And then Harden was like, "You're not leaving me out." They know they yo. It's different when you have confidence and you believe you have people around you versus you're like, "Yo, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do this all by myself." And will to they got people who gonna hold them accountable. They love they like playing with each other. They they they, they, they yo. It's different when you have that confidence. They supposed to win. I give you that. I give exactly. You that. I don't but, see. All said they're they they should be favored. Right. So I'll say this: like we can't like end this conversation about the East, right? If we don't talk about that other New York team that's tied for fourth, we're about to have two teams in the playoffs. I hope. Um, so I'm really shout out to New York. I'm I'm really excited for New York right now. Like it is, it, it is a great time to be a New Yorker and be a Nets and Knicks fan. Kelvin, I don't want to hear it. It just is what it is. 
All right. So let's end our um, NBA conversation um, and talk about LeBron James. And so this week, a soccer player with a really, really long name, his initials is Z-I. Y'all can look him up. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Um, Basically told LeBron, like, stay out of politics, do what you're good at, right? And focus on that. Like, you shouldn't have all these opinions um, about things affecting social issues, politics, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this player, I mean, I, I don't even want to go in the way I want to go in. So I'm going to just throw it to the guys. How do you guys feel about this soccer, this unknown soccer player who got on these internet talking about he's the best soccer player in the league, which is a lie. No one knows you like that. Um, telling LeBron, just stick to what you're good at basketball and stop talking about social issues. So one thing that's interesting to me is why is someone who's not in America talking to LeBron about what he's saying about what's going on in his own country? Hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's not like LeBron is talking about international relations in which he has no familiarity with. He's talking well, about- Well, there was that one time with China that he kind of bombed. But I mean, we're talking yeah. about this now. Yeah, exactly. But he kind of backed out of that China conversation because he knew <laughs> he didn't know very much about China. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, to me, it's, it's just fascinating that um, I think, I, I don't know where he's from, so I'm not going to say where he's from, but it's fascinating that a colonizer speaks out about what's going on in mm-hmm. America and he's not even American. Christopher Columbus style, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we... <laughs> We're not going to sit here and dress dudes with man buns. So it's like, <laughs> my man with the slick back, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, nobody, you're not even relevant over here, bro. Like, this this is your this is your time in the moment right now where you get on SportsCenter in the U.S., man. You can come at LeBron. But you're relevant, man. So I, I don't even want LeBron addressing you. You know what I'm saying, man? Just make sure your ponytail's up, bro. Later. Word. Number one, Zangief. We play soccer. Two, mind your business. Three, stop being a hypocrite because you went through the same situation where you were talking about how racism you was going through. So mind your business, shut up forever. And yeah, and the only reason you did this is because you wanted to get your followers up on Instagram. Which you know, mind is your sad. business, man. You do you deal with you don't deal with what we have to deal with. And it's a privilege. And LeBron will give you your your your, your flowers now. Thank you for standing up for us. So many people don't have the courage to. You have allowed yourself to build enough network, enough cachet, and you didn't use it for yourself. You use it for all your people, all those people around you, and those forever will be remembered for what you have done. Thank you. And Zangief, Zangoof, (laughs) yo, shut up forever. So Ibrahim, Ibrahimovic, Yes. Thank you, Evans. Say it one more time, just in case our listeners want to Google this guy. Ibrahimovic. I I just want to tell him to shut up and dribble. (laughs) And you, you want to feel it's kind of funny because when you were speaking, I don't know if you guys used to watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but remember when uh, Will was trying to teach Ashley, like how to ward off bullies and um, he was like, yo, just mind your business. All right. Just mind your business. That is exactly how I feel. Like, dude, this don't have nothing to do with you. 
You are not even the first or second best soccer player. Like no one cares about you. Is your name Ronaldo? Is it Messi? Well, you are Messi, but you are irrelevant. Like, please, please stay out of our business unless the IRS demands money from you from this country. You cannot speak on our issues. Okay. And on that note, until next time. Bye, Zangief. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.